0: I'd like to take my text from Isaiah forty thirty one. Most of you should be familiar with this. Again, Isaiah forty thirty one. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. You know, that verse came, uh, to mind when brother Dave asked me to say, hey, uh, can you preach pretty soon here? Um, you know, lately, just through everything that's going through it, you know, you feel exhausted and draining sometime. And, uh, and that verse came to my heart and mind to so study on it and, you know, need to apply it to, uh, to what I can do. Well, a lot of time when I'm exhausted, I, I come to this promise. Yeah, the promise that God says here, that if I wait upon Him, He will renew my strength. And at the same time, every time when I read this verse, I always think of, um, my parents. You know, some, a lot of you know where I come from. You know, when we were young, uh, I just can't imagine of all the things they have to go through, you know, with, uh, two little, three little children, you know, I could walk and run. My brother was a couple years younger. He can walk and then we, have a little sister, my mom probably had to carry them. So I remember when you know, they have to leave the home and running, try to escape persecution and execution and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I wonder how they uh, have the strength and the endurance to you know, survive through all that or just to keep on going and without leaving us behind. Because I know a lot of people, a lot of parents left their children behind, a family member behind. I mean, Christy and I could barely get through Costco with our kids. Out out of Costco, you know, surviving that. I mean, now we just leave them at home that they're a little bit old enough. And just to think back for them to go through all that many years and survive that, and that's amazing. And they didn't have the Lord, you know, then. But, you know... Um, Right now, I can imagine there's a lot of people out there and here that are just tired, worn out, drained. Because uh, a lot of things happened this year. You know, me, personally, just going through a lot. I mean, all of us are just kind of worn physically, mentally, I'm sure, and emotionally, and spiritually. But you know what? Every time I read this verse, yeah, there's hope. Uh, I realize that if... You have a source to go to for your strength, you will never be completely worn out. You will never run dry. You know, just like the psalmist said, if you if you are like a tree planted by the river and draw that yeah, that source of strength from that river of life, which is Jesus Christ, you will never be completely worn out. You know, you can on you can keep on going and you can survive. And there's hope for that. So tonight, uh, you know, in the old testament there's a lot of notable characters well people that have huge massive failures and uh often a lot of them repeat them now, some example Moses Jonahs king david and of course a lot of the kings of israel and judah you know they uh, they fail because a lot of the time uh, they forget where their source of strength and where their source of hope come from uh, you know, but there's one uh, person, Joseph, uh, he tend to rise to rise above them all. I mean, he endured the hardship and his life was not fair. He was punished for the sin that he did not commit uh, through everything that he has gone through. He stayed focused on God. He stayed through uh, with God and he draw his strength from God. His source of his uh, strength and endurance was from God. You know, okay, uh, first, let's go through. He was betrayed by his own family, his own brother. I mean, who would imagine, you know, go looking for your brother, and then uh, you're happy to see them and find out that they didn't like you, so they plan to kill you and sold you off into slavery. You know, I don't think any of you here has that experience yet. Forever, I hope not. Uh, but, you know, some of us felt betrayed or hurt by our family, so kind of similar in that way. But, uh, you know, being sold into slavery, again, it didn't say anywhere, you know, throughout his story there that uh, he uh, tried to deny God or curse God, but he still did what was right in the eye of the Lord. So when he was sold into slavery, working for Potiphar, Potiphar um, uh, took notice of him, not because uh, he was good-looking, handsome, davenir, tall, you know, all that, but because uh, it says in here Genesis 39, Genesis 39:21, 39, if I could find it again. Uh, but the but the Lord was with Joseph, and he showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight. You know, of the keeper of prison. Well, uh, that was uh, one other Joseph. 39-4. First, he was at Potiphar's house. This is before the prison. And Joseph found grace in his sight and served him. And he made him oversee in the house, in his house and all that he had put in his hand. Again, he saw, uh, Potiphar saw that, uh, the Lord was with Joseph. And that's why he promoted Joseph to be the head of his household, uh, not because of what he was doing, uh, not because of uh, uh, walking around with a halo around his head or holding a sign say, hey, I serve the Lord God Almighty. It's uh, because uh, the Lord was with him, because he did what was right, because he draw his strength from the Lord, and because he was always walking with God. Now, after that, after a while, you know, he was done wrong again. Again, some of us might relate to this. Uh, he was accused of harassment. You know, some of somebody accused him of wrongdoing. You know, some of us might have coworker or boss that accuse us of doing something wrong. And hopefully, it, 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 that's not the case or that's not true. But again, you know, Joseph didn't whine or gripe about it. Uh, he knew what was right. He knew that he didn't do wrong. So he was sent to prison. Again. In prison, instead of again complaining or whining to God, he did what was right. He did what uh, he know to do in uh, the sight of God, always doing his best, uh, always doing what is good unto the Lord. And again, um, Genesis thirty-nine twenty-one. Here, when I read before, uh, the the in the prisoner, the head of the the guard, the, the prison saw that the Lord was with him, so. Uh, he put him in charge of the prison again, because the Lord was with him, not because of anything else that he did, and because he did it uh, unto the Lord, because he wanted to serve God, so in all the troubled circumstances, no matter what yeah you know, joseph did was did what was right in the the sight of the lord so uh Joseph in prison for a while, uh, you know some high profile um prisoner came in he made friend with them the kings uh, baker and uh, butler uh, became friend with them uh, consoled with them one night they had a dream uh, both of them had a dream and uh, they were sad because they want to know what the dream was about so joseph's asking hey what's wrong and he told uh, they told them about his dream their dreams and um, and uh, Joseph, of course, uh, interpreted the dream for them. And one of them was a, a favorable interpretation. I'm sure he was excited. Wow, this, this is awesome. But the other guy, you know, the interpretation wasn't good at all. And, you know, he, just like um, if you want to know the detail of the uh, in, the, the dreams, uh, read uh, Genesis chapter 39, 40. So give you something to do. But uh, so his interpretation wasn't good. And, and, and Joseph asked him, say, hey, when you get out, remember me. Again, you know, they got out and they forgot all about him. And, you know, two years has passed. And, you know, some of us, things like that happen too. You know, once in a while, you know, we are forgotten by our friends or family, get left out. But again, it didn't deter Joseph to do anything that was against his uh, moral morale. So he kept doing what's right. He kept being a representative for Christ, he uh, for Jesus, for God and he kept drawing his strength from uh, the Lord. So and uh, he kept doing that until uh of course um, uh, at the end uh, of uh, that uh, Joseph again was in from the time he sold to slavery to the time when he became second uh, command in Egypt there, it was about like thirteen years that he had to gone through suffering, gone through betrayal, you know, slavery, and just being in a prison. But you know what? Through all these, uh Joseph maintained a patient and steady reliance on God. Uh he did the right thing, even though he could not see the purpose of it or why he was going through it he did the right thing even though he could not see the light at the end of the tunnel yeah um we are called to do the right thing at all time just as joseph did you know when when we are tired when we are worn out we are called to wait upon the lord we are called to draw our strength from him um because that's a promise that he tells us to do and if we don't uh it might be difficult might be challenging and you could be worn out at any time and you could be uh, completely wipe out but uh again we are all we might not see the light at the end of the tunnel but god is always with us just as he was with joseph throughout his life you know and uh in joseph uh, in genesis thirty-nine twenty-one, but the lord was jo uh would the lord was with joseph and showed him mercy you know god is with us and will show us mercy i mean he is showing us mercy right now even though a lot of us in the world are going through a lot of things and you know a lot of us are going through a lot of personal thing and maybe we're going through some hardship some trial but god is merciful because god is always with us and we have to believe that and we have to see that and we have to accept that because that is his promise you know um, and uh you know uh, in ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10 it says whatsoever thy hand findeth to do do it with thy might he's he is calling to us to do that at all time i mean he's not calling us he's not calling us to do that at just time time or when we feel like it He's not calling us to do when, you know, at the right time or at a certain time. And that's mean you know, he's calling us to do whatever our hand find to do with all our might, just like Joseph did, either at work. It doesn't matter if, let's say, the work that you do or the job, you don't like it at that moment or you have a, uh, you know, don't have a good day or you're having a bad day or the worst day of your life at work. We are called to do the best that we can because we're supposed to be doing it unto the Lord. Now, if you're trying to do that unto man or to yourself, you will fail, you know, you will lose. same thing for uh, school. I mean, those who are in school, we are called to do our best we can unto the Lord, the best that God gave us the ability to do. Same thing for kids who has chores to do. We are called to do those chores the best that we can to be an example for our parents. Because as a Christian, we are called no matter what. So basically in every and in any situation, if we have our mindset to do the best that we can and do it unto the Lord, we will succeed. We will not fail and God will bless you and God and the glory will go to God. No if and buts about it. So, in all the circumstances, Joseph was always doing his best, you know, at his job and his and the duty that he had. Yeah, it didn't matter if the work was hard. Yeah, it didn't matter when he was free. It didn't matter when he was a slave. He did the best that he can, and I'm sure he was worn out. I'm worn. I'm sure he was tired, but his strength was from God. Yeah, he relied on God all the way. You know, when, uh, again, when the, uh, Potiphar first, when his slave, when he was working for him, besides just doing his best, Potiphar saw the content of his characters more than anything. So tonight, you know, I'd like to ask, what are the content of the characters that people see in you? You know, do they see Christ in you when you work, when you walk, when you speak? Does your content speak for you, or does your, um, does your word speak louder than what, than your action does? You know, God called us to have, uh, that morale, that, that Christ-like, Christ-life in us, in everything we do. You know, Again, of course, Philippians 4.13 says, hey, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. You know, if we believe that, if we choose to accept that, You know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. You know, looking back at an example of my parents, you know, they didn't know God, but they could survive through that. Imagine all of us here, those who are saved, you have Christ in your life. You have the strength, you know, that you have the power from, from the God that created the universe, that created everything. So how, you know, you can never you cannot fail as long as you draw your your strength uh, your source from him, because uh, he promised uh, us that you know we are made to overcome we are not made to uh, to fail we are made to thrive imagine that just again all there 's people out there that doesn 't know God that doesn 't have god and and I know and you read sometime in the news that people choose to give up and choose not uh to to, to come to know god or just to, to give up this life or the life is not worth it but we have uh jesus christ you know the god of the universe that can that that promise us to be with us no matter what we do where we are and and um, uh what uh, we can uh, what what anything that we can overcome you know we can overcome anything because he has overcome everything um, so again if we stay close to him and draw strength from him uh, we can overcome anything in this world because he has done that for us already so in closing i'd like to read a verse in jeremiah seventeen eight here for he shall be as a tree planted by the water and that spread out her roots by the river and shall not uh see when he come, but her leaves shall be green. Yeah. Let me turn it to the just uh read the whole verse here. Jeremiah seventeen eight. Read it again. And when you get old your eyes start to go a little bit too. Seventeen eight. For he'll for he shall be as a tree planted by the waters. And that spread out her roots by the river and shall not see when the heat come and her leaf shall not shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought neither shall cease from yielding fruit again if we are planted by god we should not fear anything in this life you know but we have a hope for the life to come and that hope is in jesus christ so if we are like a tree that's planted by, by the water that living water we shall never run dry you know so if we stay close to god we stay out of trouble if we stay close to god we stay safe if we stay close to god we stay stru- we stay strong where are you at tonight how close are you got to god if you're not close to god then you need To come closer to him because again if you stay close to God you will stay out of trouble if you stay close to God you will stay safe if you stay close to God you know you will stay strong but again if you don't have Jesus Christ in your life tonight tonight is a good time to do it because you know what it's hard it's difficult it's almost it's impossible to go through this world alone without uh, God in your life without Christ in your life because he is the source of all of our strength He is the source of all of our um, Energy and power. He's the one that can direct us In the right path in the path that leads to heaven and not to hell. So if you don't know Christ tonight um, Come or kneel down where you're at and give your life to him so he can guide you and direct you so He can stay close to you and keep you strong and keep you safe. And the song is 552.